This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Now on Joy 94.9, this is The Glow Show with your host, Victoria Police LGBTI Liaison Officer, Gabrielle Tayak, Joy's own Will Lanting, with a range of Victoria Police staff and Joy volunteers coming together to inform and support our diverse LGBTI communities. Here is The Glow Show on Joy. And yes, you are listening to The Glow Show. We have finally returned live on air and I am with and I'm going to do this formally for the first time because after that I'm going to relax and just introduce you as Gabby but we are joined by Victoria's Police finest LGBTI liaison officer leading senior constable Gabrielle Tyak. welcome that'd be me that is you the leading glow the it's- chief the chief. The chief. Oh, I wouldn't call me that, but it's nice to be drive time. Six thirty on a Monday night. I know. Not just a podcast. Not that that was bad. Not that it was bad, but we we had such success with the podcast. We thought it was time to come back to the air. They brought us back, which we will talk about a little bit. But um, well, the glacier hasn't been on s- since I, I get. I would think five or six years. Really, it's been that long. Well, not as a live show, mm-hmm. or not as a, a show on the grid. Okay. It's a long time. It is a long time. It is a long time off air live. Um, I think so we had about, or Joy, not me, but Joy had about four years off with the program. Yeah. And then Jason Gibbs, I think it was, who came up with the idea of making it a podcast series, which we started doing. Very thankful for that because I was just doing spots here and there every couple of weeks on Joy different shows and regular shows. But um, to have our own show back on air is really important because we we have a lot of things we need to tell people. We've got a lot of messages. We've got a lot of safety tips. Mm. We want people to feel comfortable with Victoria Police officers and also make sure that they know about the GLOWS, the LGBTI liaison officers. Which is really, really important. And we'll we'll also talk a little bit about the history on this episode of the the GLOW unit. It's not really a unit, is it? It's a No, it's more of a program. Yeah. It's a it's a program. Program with joy um joy not I was gonna say employees, (laughs) but joy What's the word? Presenters. 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 That's my they part. They give up their time. <laughs> We're not getting paid bit. for this. I am because I'm a police officer and when I'm doing my, my job, I'm getting paid. But you're not getting paid. So, thank you no. very much. Well, thank you. No, it was um, a real privilege and a real pleasure to uh, be asked to be involved in this, the podcast when it came out. Uh, we started about... Oh, Probably about 15 months ago, because that's how long I've been here at Joy. More than 100 episodes. Yes. Is that right or was it 50? Am I wrong? Oh, who knows? It can't be 100. I think I've done about <laughs> 50 of them. Should I say 1,000? It feels like that sometimes. <laughs> and I started at Joy. I was a, a new kid on the block and have had no clue, and I've pretty still much got little clue. But <laughs> uh, Jason gave me the opportunity to be a part of the podcast presenters, and um, I just loved every second of it. And I started off with the Police Air Wing, which is yes. a great episode. Episode and then we um, and it was a link to you and, and your life and your job. That's right. So it was a great way for to introduce me into to radio and it was 
fantastic and we just embraced it and ran with it from there and as you said i don't know 50 or 100 episodes but they're all still downloadable it's got to be 50 because we've been going for just over a year just over a year so we yeah. couldn't have done 100 because i think we basically just do the do the math they will yeah well between you and me yeah i know it couldn't be 100 as an engineer i'm not good with math <laughs> <laughs> oh dear <laughs> But yeah, no. We I think it was we recorded about four a month. Yeah, yeah four so, or five. So, Sometimes five, given how many so days there, weeks there are in a month. Fifty weeks in a year. That would be about fifty episodes. There you go. We've got there. Finally, we we, we introduced a complex formula, but we managed to get there. <laughs> but I mean, we, we we started the Glow Show many years ago. I think it was about two thousand and nine with Paul mm-hmm. Anthony with the Paul Anthony Show. Okay. Because he approached Victoria Police and said, "We want glows on." On radio, and right. we want you on regularly because people don't know who you are, that you exist, and what you do. And from that original conversation, it took us about two years. We got on air with on his show, two thousand and nine, and became a regular guest spot with him each week until we grew into our own show. Wow! And it was called the Glow Show because it was. I, I really wasn't aware of any of that back, so, way back then. No, that was a long time ago. But uh. Glow stands for Gay and Lesbian Liaison Officer. Um, it's now we're now LGBTI Liaison Officers, but we've extended that name to be more inclusive. But we've kept the brand name of Glow, and that's why we're still called Glow G L L O. And I, I think that's also important um, coming from a community LGBTI community member because uh, the word Glow uh, represents police, and I think it, it is also used among many other police forces in Australia, if not around the world. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, there are various police forces. Well, it started in New South Wales, the first force in Australia that mm-hmm. had the term GLOW, Gay and Lesbian Liaison Officer. And I know that police forces around the world, there are a lot in America, there are some in, in European countries. They might not be called GLOW, okay. but they're called LGBTI Liaison or they're Diversity Officers or they've got some name, but they do the same sort of role. What is a GLOW? Um, what, what do you do and how is it structured in the police? A couple of questions I can answer. So a GLOW, as, as I said, LGBTI liaison officer, we were created within Victoria Police because back prior to 2000, a number of community members, leaders in the LGBTI community approached Victoria Police and basically said that the community doesn't trust the police. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of things have had happened historically, which we can go into a bit later when, we, when yep. we've got more time, where we look like a homophobic organisation. And in reality, we probably were, just like all big organisations in that time, the world was very different. And so there was a lot more prejudice uh, involved. And so policing, like any other kind of job, there are a lot of people within within the organisation who were homophobic and transphobic. Uh, now that's very, very different. Times are very different, but back then it was like that. And so basically they said, we, if we're in trouble, if we've been hurt, if we've been assaulted, um, if we're a victim of a crime, we will not come to you and we don't come to you because we don't trust you. And so that's obviously a big problem given that there's a particular percentage of the population that belongs to the LGBTI community. If we're not providing a service to that part of the community, then what are we really doing? Why are we only policing and providing a service for particular people and not others? And so we had to have a big think about it um, and say, well, we need to provide a service for everybody. We're not just a police force for a particular type of person. And so out of those discussions, we started the first GLOW uh, came into Victoria Police. So it was a Victoria Police officer who took on that role. And the and the role was basically to provide a service to the community, to be a contact point for the LGBTI community so they feel safe. So in an organisation, I don't know how many police officers we had in 2000. Now we've got about 18,000, but back mm. then it would have been quite a bit less. But out of all the people within Victoria Police, we had one glow. But Just still, yeah. I mean, it was one person that people felt safe coming to, and it was Melinda Edwards, and she was 
very well known, very popular. She did the job very well because she was the one person that was specifically had a role for this community. That is brilliant. That is a beautiful story. Now, after the break that is coming up, yes. we're going to have to introduce one of our favourite She's guys. been sitting quietly, which I is know. really she surprising. <laughs> I've never heard her this Just quiet, watching. but we, we won't introduce her. Just yet? Yeah, we'll, make, we'll keep it as a surprise. It's the first show. We've got to have some surprises, some things up our sleeves. Sneaking a little surprise somewhere. <laughs> yeah, listen to the return of The Glow Show on... The Glow Show on Joy, Joy 94.9. <laughs> this is The Glow Show on Joy. And uh, I am joined by the lovely Gabrielle Tyak, who will be uh, my partner in crime. Well, actually, that doesn't sound right, does it? Mm, I'm no. Not, no, I'm a police officer. <laughs> I'm not a criminal. But uh, <laughs> we will be out there to catch the criminals. No, to us and all of us, you are, Gabby. Um, I'm a criminal? And the much what? Lo- no, no, no. You are the, you are the much okay, well, loved Gabby. Thank you. But I um, have uh, one of my <laughs> other favourite glows in the world. Uh, Licence and registration, please. <laughs> Joining us in the studio, and she is a leading senior constable. She is. Beck Lawther. Beck, welcome back. Oh, it's so hard to sit here with my mouth closed (laughs) while you two chatted. And people don't realise how hard that actually is. For me, it is. It's really, really hard. How have you been? I've been swell. I'm so excited about this whole drive time thing. I think it's fantastic. And you've been a regular contributor, I would say. Not so much a guest, but a contributor to the podcast series. Because I like talking about stuff. (laughs) She does love talking about stuff. I do. The much-loved Highway Patrol. Uh, Much-loved... Well, that's probably debatable. I don't ever pull people over with good news, apparently. But uh, we always should talk about the merit point rather than the demerit point. Oh, the merit point. But anyway. Are we anyway, going to invent no, no, something new, are we? No. Let's go back to glows. Gabs, I've got a question. Do you think we'll always need glows? Unfortunately, yes. Mm. Because as every time we think that as a community we've made all these wonderful steps forward, mm. and we have with marriage equality and so many other things, changes in law, mm. changes in rights – um, we still have the people that don't like us yeah. and are very vocal about it. And so while there's hatred in the world and there always will be people who just don't like things that are different to them, yeah. there will be need for glows. I mean, the dream is that we won't need glows. Yeah. But, uh, I'd, love to, I'd love to know from people in, the, in our community whether they feel like they need glows. I understand that we should always have glows, but mm. I'd be interested to know because it's it's too hard for me to to really give an opinion on it because obviously I'm in the police force, so I'm you know m- my opinion is a little bit skewed. But um, I want I'd I'd love to know if young people in the community, you know you know eighteen eighteen nineteen twenty, um, feel like they need glows. Well, you can. Email us in, can't you? You can email us in. So on air at joy.org.au. And if you've, you want to make a comment, we may be able to respond. We would like to hear what you say. But, I mean, responding to your comment about that, I think over the years we always talk about you don't need to talk to a glow. Mm. 
go into any police station, talk to any police officer, you'll get a good response. And if you don't, tell us because we want to know. But in general, any police officer will deal with any situation. So mm. you can just go into to talk to, yeah. to anyone. But at the same time, I get so many phone calls where people say, I didn't want to talk to anyone but a glow. Yeah. Okay. And so you look at both sides. People yeah. do, when they do go into a police station or they just ring up and talk to anybody and it doesn't end up being a glow, most of the time they have a really good experience and they and they tell me that. Yeah, because I think like the Victoria Police employees, that there's been a big generational shift there as well. For so sure. I think that those members that are coming through now, um, and then you and I have been in for over 15 years now, mm-hmm. so I think that that generation of um, perhaps homophobic police officers or ignorant police officers is starting to retire. Absolutely. And so when we have that shift of generation, and I think, and a shift of generation in our community as well, I think that relationship between police and the community is not quite as uh, segregated. So it would be, personally, I would love there to be no glows, that we don't need glows. I totally agree. That would be fantastic. That we're all just, it's just us and we represent all communities and not just, you know, our um, LGBTI community, but um, all different multicultural communities and all that sort of stuff. And then it's just, we are all there to represent everybody. I think the fact that we had to have a sort of segregation within our yeah. own police department is a bit disappointing. Well, but it was, I also understand that it was it's needed, necessary. For sure. Yeah, completely necessary. It's, it's not needed as much now, but there are so many people who look at our history, know our history, see things that are happening all around the world and seem to think that what's happening in America or other countries is what happening here and so they still think that they can only talk to a glow Mm. um and and we're happy to be here for them Mm. i think that um the lgbti community like any other minority community suffer as far as feeling like they are too segregated and personally i feel like perhaps the islamic community is in that situation at the moment yeah um suffering from you know perhaps ignorance from our general community so i think the multicultural liaison sort of um area is really really important but of course which is what i really want to highlight is Mm. that uh whilst joy is a lgbti community radio station and we are um promoting or highlighting the the glows within the Victorian police. The Victorian police still also has initiatives of multiculturalist mm. officers. And what are yeah. some of the other initiatives they have uh, that you can quote off the top of your head? The other Initi- types of uh, police yes. officers, the other um, proactive police officers, so GLOWS, MLOs, the Multicultural Liaison Office. We've got youth resource officers. Mm-hmm. We've got NECLOs, which are new and emerging community officers. We've got... Um, We've got plenty of crime prevention officers. That's it, yep. Um, so we've got a whole whole bunch of Aboriginal liaison officers too. So we've got a whole bunch of officers that are dedicated to our priority communities. Hmm. Um, and specifically trained and well-versed hmm. in what each of those minorities need. And the barriers. Culturally, yeah. the barriers. And they intersect. So we've got Dinesh Netta, who he's a regular on here. He's a multicultural liaison officer. He's also a GLOW. Hmm. So all these things intersect. You're not going to just be a gay person. You can be a gay person who has a disability, um, who is Aboriginal, who also is... A young person. So, and so we've also got senior senior portfolio holders. So there's a whole bunch of different mm. areas that we focus on. I always pose the question that you um, asked. You know, do we ever have a time where we won't have glows and M M lows, memolos, and um, no? <laughs> I, and look, and I, I, we all hope. That of we could have a, a, a nice society where we don't need that. But reality is, is that we always will. And as far as I can see, one of the 
major functions that the GLOWs certainly do and the other people within the Victorian Police do is that they raise awareness of those minorities within the Victorian Police Force. And without that, mm-hmm. if, so let's say tomorrow if the GLOWs or the MM GLOWs were to, to go, uh, the human race might be in a situation where it may slip, start slipping backwards again due to other pressures and other minorities pushing them back. So that's probably something, a reason I see you will always be there, for, certainly for a oh, long so time. as a presence more than yeah. anything, just to say. An awareness yeah, I presence. I understand what you mean. Yeah. yeah. It's just that we, we've got a more understanding because of our training and because that we do focus on these particular communities. We understand that unlike what we were taught when we started back, mm. when we were told we had to treat everybody equally, mm. you know, now we can't treat everybody equally yeah. because people need different things. People, some people need more than others. Some people have more barriers and history um, that are preventing them from feeling comfortable with the police. So equitably is now how we went to treat people. We have to give them what they need from us. Mm. No, that is, that is beautiful and, and fantastic information. And yes, we will be back with uh, some more of the history of the globe and what GLOWs do within the Victorian Police and you are listening to The the GLOW Show on Joy 949. Missed an episode or want to hear this one again? Our GLOW Show podcast is published immediately after the program goes to air. Nice, huh? Head to joy.org.au forward slash the GLOW Show or subscribe to the program on iTunes so you never miss an episode. Hello and welcome back to The Glow Show. This is our very first drive time episode where we're back during a 6.30 slot. We're not just a podcast anymore. No, we're not. We will become a podcast. Yeah, this episode will we'll be become a podcast. A podcast. <laughs> it's fine, but we, we've done it so we actually, people can listen to us on the radio. Correct. But if you do miss your show, um, if you're at your mother-in-law's having dinner and you uh, happen to miss us, you can podcast us. And how do we download the podcasts again, which is the same as always? Well, you just go to whatever type of um, app, depending on what type of phone you've got, go to the app or go to the Joy website and look up The Glow Show and all the episodes will be there, including the podcasts that we've done in the we've last in year. The past. Yes. So, yeah, please, please uh, download us and uh, also Especially the Highway Patrol. Oh, yeah, one. especially those ones. Scared me then. Yeah. I just thought jumping just in like that. Jump. So we've got Beck Law, the our Highway Patrol <laughs> still officer got slash here. Glow. <laughs> yeah, I didn't leave well. We didn't get right at the door. No. <laughs> now, um, ticket in the mail, Gabby. <laughs> I, I think one of the things that um, we need to really talk about is obviously we started talking about where the glows came from and how they came about, but the reality is there was a history behind it, and the history was a little dark. Yeah. And the police, I I believe, um, have acknowledged it very well. So, would you like to explain some of this history and some of the acknowledgement and the process that has happened to bring us to where we are today? Well, Will, I know that one of your passions is is doing, in the future, an episode or two on the history Mm -hmm. of the LGBTI community in this country um, and police. So, we'll be doing that in a lot more detail coming up sometime soon. Oh, that'll be so interesting. I know. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think history is important that it's it recorded and, and it's there for everybody. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. whenever I go out and do training with police or go out to a community organisation or group and, and give a presentation about GLOWS, I always talk a little bit about the history because it's really important. Uh, and so we start with, I always start with the fact that homosexuality was a criminal offence in Victoria until 1980. So prior to that, Victoria police officers were out arresting men for being gay. Basically, just, you look gay, I'm going to arrest you for being gay. And of course, 
in the 80s and prior, a lot different than now, being gay was a terrible thing. Mm. People really hit it. They still do now, of course, but back then, people... It was a real stigma kind of thing. People didn't want to be known as gay. And so being basically outed by being arrested and having to front court and the ta- being in a country town and having that in the newspaper, and, and it was a really terrible... Devastating. Th- yeah, absolutely devastating. And it would change was, their life. Fear was reality. It was 46 when I came out. And people were getting bashed. Mm. They still are now, but ba- back then a lot more, uh, a lot more violently, I think. It was a normal occurrence. It was something that just happened if you were gay. Well, um, it was classified as a sex sex offence. Exactly. Wasn't it? So yeah. it's, it carries the same stigma as any other sexual offence under the Crimes Act, mm. which, is, which is crazy. And one of those historical moments that – and there's plenty of them that, you know, throughout our Australian history where we look back and are ashamed and embarrassed about mortified our own Mortified sometimes. Mortified of yeah. our own behaviour um, to do with any minority community. But a lot of those things were – and, and I, you know, the marriage equality thing is one of those historical moments. I remember on the day thinking, oh, I'm going to be so embarrassed about this in 30 years yeah. that, that this even had to happen. But sorry to interrupt. No, that's but, okay. yeah. but I mean, Victoria um, changed that law, got rid of that law um, in 1980. And different states, it happened at different times. And I mean, my God, Tasmania did oh. it in 1996. That's it was an offence to be gay crazy. until mm. 1996. That wasn't that long ago. It's still hard. With to that fathom, in isn't mind, it? with that in mind, it was not necessarily enforced. That's true. The law existed, yes, but it, it wasn't necessarily good enforced. point. But I'm sure it would have been still. Nevertheless, it's still yeah. embarrassing that of the course. law is sitting there, of course, and, and it, it can just take a nutcase to activate it. it mm-hmm. But it's nice to know that the Victorian government acknowledged that 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 that, that was a, a law that they're not proud of. And they gave an apology and they, anyone that was convicted of that offence, they had their um, offence and criminal history expunged. Um, It Mm. was only a few years ago that that Mm. happened. So we're learning and we're acknowledging the mistakes that we've made. But leading on from that, so that was a terrible part of our history and we were going out and arresting gay men. Um, And then... Now, was there a turning point that we talk about the Tasty Nightclub yes. incident? And that, that was Genesis. That was a huge turning point, yeah. 1994. So a little um, gay nightclub within the city of Melbourne, in the city, I think it was Flinders Lane, uh, where Victoria Police um, had a, a drug warrant for that establishment. And of course, I mean, it's a nightclub. There will be drugs in every nightclub. Yep. But um, we went in there and we acted very inappropriately. Um, we went in there and we used offensive language. We didn't. We behaved very poorly. Um, and the people that were in that nightclub, over four hundred people, were devastated by the actions of Victoria Police. And a number of them took Victoria Police to court in a civil action, and they won. And we had to pay out, I think, four and a half million dollars. So we acted inappropriately. We acted poorly. And it took 20 years on the 20-year anniversary of Tasty that Victoria Police, the acting chief commissioner, Lucinda Nolan, um, gave an apology in relation to that event. So 20 years later, took a long time, but we acknowledged our mistakes. So many things have happened. Um, And, of course, every police force in those times had a huge homophobic, transphobic element because that's what the times were like. Mm -hmm. And so we've done a lot since then and really since 2000, since GLOWS have come in and much more recently in the past probably 10 years, we've done so much work internally working with our external partners to make sure that all Victoria police officers are trained appropriately, that we know 
what the barriers are, what the history is, and make sure that we give this community, the LGBTI community, um, our assistance and appropriate responses. Now, you're the leading LGBTI liaison officer, so you... I wouldn't say leading, I'm just the full, the only full-time one. Okay. So, um, Globe representative, you, could, you would class him like a union representative in that same sort of structure fashion, it's, or is it a more formal role? And then how many are in the Victorian Police Force at the moment, and where do I find them? Uh, very good question. Yeah. It's, I, I'm just luckily the only gazetted full-time gazetted mm. means um, that this is my position permanently. Yes. Um, and so I'm lucky to have that role. And, and and very quickly I got that role in 2008. I applied for it when the position came up. Someone else had, to, had left it. And I was the only one who applied for this position. So that shows you in 2008 how homophobic the organisation still was. Wow. People thought of it that way. Yeah. I'm not saying it was, but people had that feeling. People didn't want to be I'd love to known. do that job, but oh God, I people don't want that. People might think I'm gay. Yeah. They didn't want to do it. So luckily... Well, I think that was the case with people that aren't full-time, like that were going for or becoming glows, wouldn't necessarily wear their little badge. No. Didn't want to to make themselves look any different than any other police officer at the station. Got nothing to do with community, but everything to do with the policing community. So that beckons the question, you have glow representatives or glows in the Victorian Police Police Force who are straight. Yeah, so we've got probably 40 to 45% last count don't identify as LGBTI. Wow. So it shows you how things have changed mm. in those 10 years. So we've they're, got, they're the A's, the They probably only had about 20 around the country who mm-hmm. were portfolio. So they did their policing role, whatever that would be, and then they'd have that little addition of mm. being a GLOW. So 20 in 2008, and we've now got, I think, around 280. Wow. I've got a question. When you go and speak to the police recruits at the academy, what is the difference in attitude when you talk about the history and what Victoria police did back in 2008 compared to now has there been a shift in attitude or a shift in response are are, are recruits more disgusted now when you tell the history are they are they shocked i don't do that training anymore and haven't for many years but i know from speaking to other people that the the recruits are so different now Mm. that meeting a transgender person um, or meeting someone with hiv who come in and talk to the recruits no one blinks an eye Mm. no one really it's not it's not a shock anymore Mm. to meet people that they they might not normally meet out on the street Mm. um and we have a, um, a, a like an LGBTI student network now at the police academy. Where mm-hmm. a lot of people join that, so it's not you don't have to hide being part of this community in, anymore. It's certainly not at the academy. Well, I mean, we've definitely got our own big community within Victoria For Police. For sure, anyway. and always I have. Mean, when we talk about Pride March in two thousand and four, and having seventeen members yes. marching to one hundred and fifty members now, yeah. like that, that's in, indicative of the, the cultural change within our organisation. I think it is. Mm. It is fantastic. And certainly over the next uh, few months or four months, we will be talking more about this and introducing various other GLOWs and other departments within the police force. We will get to know everybody and we'll find out their duties and some of the interesting aspects of their work. Really, really looking forward to it. We might have to get back in and talk about Highway Patrol soon. Of course. I I just want to listen to that music again, seriously. Oh, isn't it the best? (laughs) so good. so good. I'm going to wear a rarassic skirt. (laughs) I'll take Um, photos. Gabby and (laughs) Beck. Don't do that. (laughs) Thank you for the love and support you give our community. We love and support you back for it. And um, can we talk you into coming in back in next week? Well, we'll be in every week, Will. We will be back in every Drive week. Drive time. <laughs> Thank you. You've been listening to the inaugural return of The Glow Show on Joy 949. You have a great week. See you again. 
That's it from us today. Thanks for listening to another Glow Show on Joy. Tonight's episode has just been loaded to the Joy website and our podcast feed on iTunes. So if you missed anything important, you can hear it again now. Please support the volunteers who make the Glow Show happen by subscribing to our podcast and sharing them with your friends on social media. The Glow Show is produced by Will Lansing and Gabrielle Tyak and edited weekly by me, Jason Gibbs. See you next time on Joy. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.